the Woodside Church Podcast. Good morning, Woodside. What a great joy yet again to join with you all to meditate on God's Word. Andrew, Parisutta Namathanali, Ungal Yavarim Barthagre, Elare Pirkringa, Sandoshmar Kringla. I was just greeting you in my mother tongue, Tamil. Don't worry, I'm not going to talk in Tamil today. I'm going to talk in English. We are looking at a wonderful series called Fan the Flame. Paul writes a letter, the second letter to Timothy, encouraging him to use the spiritual gifts that he has received. How does he start? He starts, as usual, focusing on the grace of God. Grace of God has two parts to it. Let's read a verse and then we'll go and unpack this. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9. For God saved us, the first part, and called us to live a holy life. This is the second part. He did this not because we deserved it, but because that was his plan from before the beginning of time, to show us his grace through Christ Jesus. There is the two parts. The first part is the acceptance of God. Isn't it amazing? My friends, if you're watching here, God loves you and he accepts you as you are. He knows that we don't deserve it. He knows that we are unworthy. He knows that we cannot do anything about it. But he, out of his immense grace and love, he accepts us as we are. For God saved us. That's the first part. Equally attractive and amazing and wonderful thing. The second part is he has called us to live a holy life. What is this? This is our response to this amazing acceptance of God, this amazing grace of God. Paul says, these two things always come together. Let us respond to this amazing, awesome, wonderful grace that we have received. How do we do it? Run. Let's run. The topic for today is run. When we run, there is a start line. We begin at a place and we run towards the finishing line. There are three points that we are going to meditate on today. Firstly, run towards purity. Secondly, run away from impurity. Thirdly, run with the right company. Let's look at the first point. Run towards purity. Come and read the key verse for today, key verses for today, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 21 and 22. If you keep yourself pure, you will be a special utensil for honorable use. Your life will be clean and you will be ready for the master to use you for every good work. Run from anything that stimulates youthful lust. Instead, Pursue righteous living, faithfulness, love, and peace. Enjoy the companionship of those who call on the Lord with pure hearts. One of the things that we understand about God's nature when we read those verses is that our Father, our God, is pure. He is holy. He is clean. That's what the Bible tells about him. There is no speck of evil in him. And that is why he can never falter. He can never do anything that is wrong. Only thing that he can do 
is good because good is his nature. Anything that God intends to do is good. His intentions are so pure and good. It is fully powered by love and only for the betterment and only for the goodness of his children. Just like our Father, our intentions should be clean and pure. His pursue righteous living, faithfulness, love and peace. In other words, everything that we are intending to do, our actions, our words, our ministry, anything that we do should be powered, energized and motivated or sourced by the love of God and our faithfulness towards him. And where did, should this lead to? Our intentions in doing all these things should lead to righteous living and to bring the peace of God, restoring the peace of God. And that is how we do anything and everything. And when we do that, we are pure and we are clean. And that is what God is calling us to, uh, uh, calling us to do. Most of the times, because we are humans, because we are men, our intentions are not so clean and pure. Let everything and anything that we do, let us do with the right intentions, church. Another beautiful thing to, uh, thing to this is that we just read, when we run towards purity, God loves to use us for honorable use, for special purposes. This is what God is um, this is what uh, this is what is written in the Bible. He's so happy and eager. How many of us pray this prayer? Lord, use me. Lord, use me. The key is so simple. Run towards purity. Or in other words, intend everything that every word we speak, everything that we do, let everything be motivated by the, the love of God and our faithfulness to Him, and let us let us. Focus it towards righteous living and to restore the peace of God. Psalmist David prays like this. Search me, O God. Search me, O God. If there's anything that is grieving you or anything that's making you accept, uh, upset and unhappy, please bring it to surface that I may change. What an amazing prayer. Let us bring our intentions before God examine it and align our intention in line with God's intentions because that is always pure and good. Let us run towards purity. Secondly, we are called to run away from impurity. As I said initially, when we run, we start at a starting point and then we run towards a finishing line. As we run, we are getting closer to the finish line and we are running further away from the starting point. We are called to run away from impurity. This is what the verse that we read says, run away from everything that stimulates youthful lust. Now, what is this impurity? Anything that would upset God, anything that would move our focus away from God, Anything that would render us ineffective and not serve God or the church is an impurity. There are three things that work towards holding us in this impurity. One is the world, 
Second is Satan. And third is our sinful nature, the youthful lust that we have. The world, what does the world do? The world says, you are the most important person in the world. Nothing else matters. It is you who are the most important. And it says that only your happiness is important. So all that you need to do is to make you feel good and make happy. Whatever it takes, you don't have to worry. You can just follow whatever you think is right, which would make happy. And then it says, you don't have to care about what others think, even God. Right? This is what the world says. What does Satan do? He is a father of lies. So he tells all sorts of lies to deceive you and make you ineffective. You are not loved. You are rubbish. You are waste. You are addicted. You are useless. You can never come out of this. God cannot use you. And he puts you in guilt and make you sit there. And that is what Satan does. What does our sinful nature does? It desires exactly opposite to what the Holy Spirit desired. We read in Galatians, and that's a huge list of what the, the outcome would be. Sexual immorality, uh, envy, selfish ambitions, wild parties, and the list goes on. Yes, it is always desiring something opposite to the Holy Spirit. Now, listening to this, you and I, we may we think, we might think, oh, come on, we know this, but this is so hard. How can we run away from this impurity while we are still living in this world? My friend, I have good news for you. The one who has called us to live this holy life, he has also given us everything that we need to live this holy life, to run away from impurity. Firstly, he gives us power to run away from impurity. I'm just going to uh, explain something to you before we read the words. Imagine if there's a big fire in this house catching up and it's growing. And I'm in this house completely tight, chained. My hands are chained. My legs are chained. And I am chained to the wall. And I can never pull myself out of this. I cannot escape. The result is so obvious. I am going to be burnt. I'm going to suffer burns from it because I cannot escape. I cannot do anything. But what does the Bible say? Romans 8 verse 12 says, Therefore, dear brothers and sisters, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. Really? Yeah. For if you live by its dictates, you will die. But if through the power of the Spirit you put to death the deeds of your sinful nature, you will live. What does this mean? Now, no more unchained. The power that God has given me through His Spirit has completely made me free and I'm not chained anymore to the wall. All my legs or arms are not chained. I'm free. I am free to escape from this fire. And how do I run? I'm not going to look for my main exit and through the stairs. I'm just going to look for the nearest exit here. I don't want to suffer burns. I will jump away and escape from this place. Imagine the fire is your sinful nature, the youthful lust. If we are not to follow its urge, we have to use the power. We have been redeemed completely and we are no more obliged to say yes to it. But we can say no boldly and run away from this. You see, Jesus died. By the power of resurrection, he rose again. Will he die again? He will never. And that is the power. Same power is at work within you and me. 
We are no more obliged to say yes to this, but we can escape and say we have received power. Secondly, he has given us the person to help us. Who is this? This is Holy Spirit. The Bible says he has been sealed within us. And this is the gift of God. And he is there to change us, to help us run away from impurity. Romans 12 verse 2 says, Do not copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God, Holy Spirit, who lives within us, transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Isn't that amazing? Every sin, every impurity begins with a thought. You see, everything begins with a thought. Now, how is God going to change us? He's going to change the way we think. This is how God, the Holy Spirit, transforms us. The person whom has been given to us, he's going to transform us. What we ought to do, do not copy the behavior of this world. But allow this Holy Spirit, allow the person who lives within us to transform us by changing the way we think. Finally, we have his amazing promise to run away from impurity. What is his promise? 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13 says this. The temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. In other words, you can escape. What an amazing promise, isn't it? See, guys. This is God who's so faithful, who has promised this. When you and I are tempted, we need to understand we are not being tempted beyond what we can withstand. And God is He's giving his assurance. See, I can assure you that you're not being tempted beyond your measure. And with that, I promise you that I will show you a way, an escape route to escape from your temptation, that you could run away from impurity. This is true all the time. This is true all the time. Isn't that amazing? We have an amazing father who's given an amazing promise to show us the escape route for us to escape from impurity and from sin. We have power, we have the person, and we have his promise. Listen to me now. You may think, Hudson, I know all this. I've read through this, but I'm not in that state. I have messed up badly. I'm absolutely drowned in guilt. I'm good for nothing. I've betrayed. I've denied. I've done everything that you could possibly think that is worse. My friend, let me tell you, there is good news to you too. There's yet another promise from God. It's in 1 John Verses 1, uh, chapter 1, verses 9. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. Isn't that amazing? We go back to the first part of grace. Our God accepts you. 
all that you need to do is confess your sin and repent and come to the Father. He is faithful to cleanse you from all unrighteousness and set you back right on track to run towards purity and run away from impurity. If you think you cannot do that, you are believing a lie from Satan who is telling you, no, God won't accept you. You've done something absolutely wrong. You messed up big time. Nothing good is going to come out of you. That is a lie. The father here, he says, my son, I'm still waiting. Yes, I know you messed up. You don't have to tell me. I know that. Now come to me. Go and confess your sins. Repent. And he will set you, he will cleanse you and set you right on track. We have power. We have a person. We have promise from God. In all this, what do we learn? A very important thing which Paul is trying to teach Timothy. You know what? It is our responsibility. It is our responsibility to say no. It is our responsibility to allow this person to change the way we think. It is our responsibility to see the escape route that God shows and run away from impurity. One preacher said this, I cannot prevent a bird from flying above my head, but I can definitely prevent it from building a nest on my head. If I, if a bird builds a nest on my head, it is I am the one to be blamed. It was my responsibility, responsibility not to allow it to build a nest on my head. Yes, my friends, it is our responsibility. What are your stimulants, my friend? What is that causing you to sin? Have you identified that? For some, it could be a mobile phone. For some, it could be a TV channel. For some, it could be a magazine or book. For some, it could be a person, a relationship. For some, it it could be an old hurt or grudge that you're holding on to. For some, it could mean unforgiveness. For some, it could be a greed for more money and, and things and the likes of it. My friend, we are called to run away from all such stimulants. And how do you do that? What does this mean to us? It is meaning to say no to it. It's okay if you don't have a smartphone. You know what? You will be running towards purity without that. It's okay to let go. It's okay to break. It's okay, even if it's going to be painful. It's okay. God will give us the strength. Everything that stimulates this, anything in your house, get rid of it. Finally, let's run with the right company. Run towards purity. Run away from impurity. Run with the right company. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9. Two people are better than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Do you have such a friend in your life? An accountable, trustworthy, godly friend in your life? Who helps you, who lifts you up, who encourages you, who helps you succeed in your life? If you don't have, let me encourage you. Find an accountable person like that to whom you could be absolutely honest and true and real and share everything that is happening in your life. 
everything, your shortcomings, your happiness, your joy, your failures, so that they will guide you through God's wisdom in the right direction. Some of the problems that we are facing, some of the addictions that we are facing is because of its secrecy. The more secret it is, the more you're not open about it, we can never come out of it. But when you share openly, honestly, with a friend of all that you're going through, you know what? The power and the stronghold of that secrecy breaks and God breaks in through that. And he will do wonders and miracles. You will see your life being changed and you getting better. We need such accountable, trustworthy friends. You know what such friends do? They check on us. They look after us. They keep asking such questions like, how are you doing? Have you, how have you been lately? Are you doing, keeping well? Are you going on? Are you running this race well? Are you running towards purity? Have you been struggling with it? They ask such questions and make sure and check us. We need such accountable friends in our life. And let's be open and honest and share everything with them. Do you have friends who tells you off? We need friends who tells us off. I've got quite a few friends like that. And I thank God for that. I go to Ensign Uncle. I go to Tim. I go to Mohananan. And these are a few of the friends that I have like that. They tell me off with grace only to set me right back on track. Only because they love me. Only because they intend to do good by God's grace uh, into my life. You see, we all need such friends. Good and especially godly friends are the ones who always tell us what we need to hear rather than what would make us feel happy or good. It's much better for me to be told off by a friend and getting back right on track rather than falling into a pit and, and, and dooming my own life or, and being drowned. You see, and God enjoys such fellowship. In fact, God provides or put, has put such people in our lives. So enjoy the companionship of friends who tell you off, who loves you, who puts you right back on track. Choose an accountable, trustworthy, godly friend a friend who tells you off, a friend who can pray with you, to whom you can be honest and who will support you and check on you all the time to make sure in love that you will succeed. I just want to finish with the final story to encourage us all. That was a sculptor and he was best in the world. Any chunk of rock, any piece of stone that you give to him, he can just, he can bring, a, he can create a wonderful statue out of it. So they all went and asked him. The sculptor smiled. He just said, he took a piece of rock and he said, what do you see? They all said, that's a rock. That's a, a, a chunk. You know, that, that's a, a piece of stone. All, all sort of descriptions. He said, no, I see a statue in there. All that I can see is a statue hidden in it. What do I do? I just remove every impurity away from it, every impurity away from it, so that the hidden statue in there will be shown. 
let us allow the sculptor to remove the impurity and to bring the hidden beauty of God's own image and God himself in our lives. Church, let us run towards purity, run away from impurity, and let's run with the right company. I just love to pray for us. Father, all those who are seated here listening to your word, let this be a great encouragement. Let this be a lifting up word that will make us run towards purity, run away from every impurity, and run with the right company. Father, I also pray for those who feel have messed up. Thank you for your wonderful promise, Lord. Cleanse them as they confess and repent, Lord. Cleanse them and set them right back on track, Father. We love you. We worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you, church. Have a wonderful week. You have been listening to a Woodside Church podcast. For more information, visit woodsidechurch.com.